The Hillsboro, that's a song from the new CD, Chosen, by Brian Smalley, and Brian Smalley is on the line. Hi, Brian. Hey, Michael. How are you? I'm doing good. This new CD of yours, Chosen, you call it an acoustic novel. It's almost like an opera of sorts. Is this what you were working on during the pandemic? Uh, you know, long before the pandemic. You know, Michael, this has been five years in the making, and luckily got it recorded pretty much right before the alarm bells all sounded and got it mixed and everything a little bit after March, you know, when all that stuff broke out. And so just very lucky to have this done kind of under the wire. Well, congratulations. It's it's a, truly a work of art. It's written as if it was a, a theater piece, and the music you have on it is just wonderfully produced with quality artists from Florida. It is a Florida project, right? Oh, absolutely. It, and it just like you said, just the people on it are just amazing. Uh, if I could say, so, if I could tell you, like uh, Lon and Liz Williamson are pretty much the top of the heat there. It's their studio, Gator Bone Studios, there uh, in Keystone Heights. They helped me produce this as well. Uh, Liz sings on it. Lon plays a little bit on it. Uh, then I have people like uh, Tony Macaluso on bass, who he's here in Orlando, the Orlando area with me. I have uh, Sam Pacetti singing on it, Grant Peoples, Marianne Lerbs, and uh, two amazing fiddle players, Christian Ward and uh, Jonathan Hodge. So, it, yeah, it's... It's just full of incredibly talented people. You call it chosen, and at first it was confusing to me because it sounds religious, because the uh, supposedly in the Old Testament the Jews are the chosen people. Yet chosen, after I looked it up on Google because of your new CD, it was actually a town. Is is it now a ghost town in, in West Palm Beach? I, no, actually, it's in Palm Beach County, but it's it's uh, the, it's what I call the stillborn sister city of Belle Glade, Florida, and uh, that's down in South Florida. It's right there on the bottom, the southern shore of Lake Okeechobee, and it's where I grew up in my teenage years. We moved there in 1976 and didn't get out of there until 1980. That's where I spent all my teenage years in Belle Glade, and there, it, even when I lived there. Even though it technically wasn't a town, they still called that area town chosen because it was wiped out during the great flood of the 20s and uh, never came back. But it was still, it's still populated to this day. It's just part of Belgrade. Wikipedia calls it a ghost town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that what they're referring to is probably what got wiped away, and it's not just a sugarcane field. You know, what's ironic is that it's not. Uh, about the chosen Jewish people. It was actually founded by a uh, conservative Christian back in the, uh, back, I don't know, back in the 1800s. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, Christians borrow heavily from, <laughs> from the Jewish religion. So, <laughs> Chosen, uh, it's your, your new CD, and it follows a story. Uh, now I understand that you, you are f- more familiar with the area than I thought because you grew up I- in that area, were you ever working on a farm? I worked for the sugar company. As a matter of fact, I bought my first real guitars as a teenager working for A. Duda and Sons down there. And uh, they were they were kind of big back in the day. They don't they're not featured heavily down there now anymore as far as sugar is concerned. But uh, yeah, uh, my summer job 
was uh, going into the cane fields and inspecting for bugs. And so I made pretty good money for a teenager, and I would go and I'd drive to West Palm Beach and go to the music stores and you know, buy instruments. I, I was pretty lucky. You say that the characters are, and the story is fictitious, yet the uh, town of Chosen is real. What else is real in the story? In my opinion, the heart of it is real. In other words, you've got three major characters. One is uh, the, the guy who's been there forever, and his family's been there kind of forever. The, the, the sugar mill worker, you know, who's kind of redneck fella named Jabe. You know, he's kind of stuck in his ways. And you've got a young fellow named Caleb, at the time young, but at the time of telling the story, he's older, of course. Everybody's looking backwards. Keep that in mind, from the present to back to the 1970s. And uh, Caleb, is uh, he's a fellow that is gay, living in Belgrade, of all places. So he's, he's dealing with the hardships that come with that. And then Farah is part of the Haitian diaspora who came from Haiti in the 60s and basically works in the sugarcane fields in those days. That was one of the things when I was going back there, Michael, that's not so much a big deal now, but the immigrant workers in Belgrade, their life was nothing short of horrific. And uh, they worked day and nights in in the cane fields cutting cane. And uh, so that's basically where this story gets its three main characters. It is a full story, and Sam Pacetti plays Caleb. In fact, these performers, they, they sound like actors. Did you direct them at all? <laughs> no. Uh, I tell you what, we, we lucked out on all of these people. Uh, it was just a blessing. They all just came. You know, I, I sent them the material and, uh, long ahead of time and said, here, listen to this. Would you like to be in this? And uh, each one, as they showed up, is as if they became those people. And me and Lon would sit behind the board as they're doing the parts, and we would look at each other with our jaws on the floor with how they just brought their A-game. Let's listen to another song from Chosen, an acoustic novel by Brian Smalley, who's on the line. Tell me about three or four days a week. <laughs> you know, this this whole piece, uh, you have to kind of give a fair warning. The whole piece of Chosen is pretty dark. There's a lot of darkness. So my feeling, I've done quite a few of these, you got to give some comic relief or people are just going to despair. So this song, uh, it zeroes in on the relationship between Jabe and his wife. And we, you have uh, Grant Peoples taking the uh, lead on this song. Yeah, he's he's amazing. He was, he's amazing through the whole thing, but uh, it was it was great fun. And and Liz Williamson is playing his wife in this. And like I say, she helped produce this uh, record, and she sings just beautifully. So we 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 laughed until we were sick. Let's listen to three or four days a week from the new CD, Chosen. She's 
drop dead gorgeous well she put me in the hospital she's one in a million she's pert or near impossible she still says i, I love, love you. you and it makes me frisky i say is that you or the whiskey talking she says it's me talking to the whiskey She's off her rocker, Please. but I'm not getting off mine, no. She knocks my socks off, but then my feet get cold. She says, you never listen to me. It's like there's cotton in your ears. I say, yeah, babe, that sounds great. I will have another beer. Seriously? We still in love. She's still in love. Me still in love. We still in love. Three or four days a week. She's a bombshell, Aww. complete with a short fuse. What? And I must be a liquor cat because I get a lot of booze. She said, with the new glasses, I'm not too attracted to you. I said, I don't wear no glasses. She said, I know, but I do. We still in love. She's she still in love. Me Me still in love. We still in love. Three or four days a week, three or four days a week. Ain't she sweet? My sugar can't be beat. Make me fat and rot my teeth. Rat my hips, won't let me sleep. Whoa. about romance and we're often cheek to cheek no we don't go dancing he's talking about when we sleep she's the cat's pajamas Ooh. she's the cat's meow. meow yes she's my tiger mama meow. and i'm her scratching post yow we still in love she's still in love me still in love ah uh, we still in love three or four days a week we still in love. Hmm. She's still in love. That's what she tells me. Me still in love. You know I love you, sugar. We still in love. Three or four days a week. Come and give me a little kiss, baby. No. Three or four days a week from the new CD. Chosen by Brian Smalley. Brian is on the line, and Chosen was just released, a brand-new CD. Although you say it's been five years in the making, how long have you had this story in your mind? Oh, yeah, right? You know, I I guess all my life, because I, I really, truly revisit all these. You know, these people are kind of real to me, because I'm borrowing them from real people that were in my life, many of their aspects of them anyway so uh no i i've yeah this has uh, been brewing a long time it's been rewritten and rewritten long story short michael i uh actually had to kind of take a little hiatus from it because i'd written it a certain way and uh i said i'm i don't know what i'm doing here I, i'm totally trying to do way too much so i sat and i wrote 
a hundred thousand word novel for it. Just so I could see what I was trying to say. And I'd never tried to write a book before. By the time I finished, I realized, okay, here's the heart of the story. So I pretty much scrapped it all lyrically, kept most of the music that I'd uh, had, uh, like the one we just heard three or four days a week. That was a, a tune that was totally different. It, and it was, uh, you know, it had a completely different bend to it. But long story short, I just reworked it and reworked it until finally it became what it is today. Did you have any education in writing? Oh, no. I just uh, always loved creative writing in school. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I guess the answer is yes. Uh, School taught me how to write, and then I just loved to read. Uh, You know, I just, and uh, this record I dedicate to one of my favorite authors, uh, Zora Neale Hurston. Just was an amazing author, and uh, she actually. became a mambo, uh, a voodoo priestess, you know, in some of her anthropological studies uh, when she was over in Haiti. And she has this crazy book called um, uh, Tell My Horse. It's nonfiction. She actually goes over and she's just relating stories from Haiti. She tells stories of zombies, the different worships, you know, the different voodoo gods, and, and, and that's what really got me tingling. I, so much of this story in Chosen uh, is uh, because of what she opened my eyes to. Zora Neale Hurston is a Florida author. She's from Eatonville. She's just down the road from here. Her history is very colorful as well because, from what I understand, she was forgotten for a long time. Her gravesite was overgrown, and I can't remember who the artist was who went and discovered her again. Uh, I actually went to that site, and what's funny is I couldn't find it at first, and that was the big confusion. It's, she's, in, she's buried in Fort Pierce. They erroneously say she's buried in the cemetery there, but she is not. You have to go down the street, and it was a little church graveyard uh, that she was buried in, uh, maybe 30 people buried there or 40 people at the most. But, yeah, uh, some, uh, someone luckily found her uh, gravestone, and now there's a nice monument to her there. Zora Neale Hurston was a big influence on your writing. This story takes 20, 21 songs to tell. Are you ever, do you plan to stage this? Wouldn't that be great? Oh, God, yes. I mean, you know, everybody's biting the bit, obviously, to get back and, and playing again, and that's one thing I really want to do is gather together some people, because the people who are on this record they're all strung far and wide, and I would love to do this live with them. You know, hint, hint, if you're listening, yeah. Sam, Grant, you know. But uh, uh, I realize the reality is maybe they might be too busy, you know, to do something like this. So, yeah, I'm actively seeking out people in the Orlando area who uh, might want to get together one day when it's all possible uh, to start practicing. Make this a – it just it, – it screams for a live performance, in my opinion. Brian Smalley is on the line. His new CD, Chosen, is an acoustic novel placed here and in Chosen, uh, a town on Lake Okeechobee. It's just on the southern border. Yeah, it's just, exactly. Just southeast part of town, uh, near the lake. Uh, absolutely. I and, and, you know, I get a lot of CDs here at the station, and and. I try to listen for things that are different and unique. And Brian, this CD stood out 
not only musically and lyrically, but also graphically. The cover of the CD, where did that come from? I painted that. That was definitely a pandemic thing. Uh, that's a, that's like a, a 15 by 18 inch painting I did that, you know, I just meticulously, it's supposed to be an aerial view, obviously, of an agricultural area. Uh, but if you look up Belglade, that area on Google Earth, say, and you take an aerial view, it, it, that's pretty much what it looks like. It's just grid after grid after grid of uh, cane fields for miles and miles and miles. So that's what I was trying to go at. And so during the pandemic, when I did that, you know, sitting here cooling my heels, you know, you can only, pra- I can, you know, for me personally, Michael, I can only practice three, four hours a day at most, right? So you got to do something else with your time. So you know, I figured I could, I could knock that out. It's, it's, it's interesting looking. There's some stuff hidden in there, too. So keep looking at it. You might find some. Well, uh, congratulations. This is quite a unique project. Before I play Murder Ballad, how can our listeners find out more about Chosen? Yeah, briansmalley.com. That has a link to my Facebook page. And uh, I'm active on Facebook, obviously. I've been trying, with the pandemic going on, I have uh, tried to give, every, uh, give a song every day. One thing I'd like to say is that uh, I think sometimes we try to say, oh, we're making the best of it, and uh, it's not all that bad. And I, I shudder to think that somebody might listen and say, oh, they're all doing so well. Why am I doing so poorly? Trust me, this is, this is rough. This is this is difficult. So if, if anything is positive, it's the fact that get a chance maybe to play more guitar, get play, you know, work more on what I truly love. So maybe that might, you know, be a inspiration for someone to do the same, you know, to zero in on something that they can do until the smoke all clears and we get the, get the official okie dokie to get this thing going again. Thank you, Brian. The CD is chosen. Tell me about Murder Ballad. Oh, that's hilarious. What's funny is that it, it takes uh, its musical content from an earlier song in the piece, which is called He Talk About Mango, which is a really slow, pretty version of that. But this is, it, it, every song is a plot driver, but this one is giving you some uh, 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 heavy clues into perhaps who's responsible for some of the some of this violence and so but what i love about this tune is there's a fiddle player named uh, christian ward on this and uh lon williamson williamson who helped produce this record and engineered it and recorded it uh he plays the mandolin on it uh, my buddy tony macaluso is playing incredible bass on this and we got liz williamson doing the backup singing oh my gosh it was just it became Runaway train. And I just love it. And you wrote the you wrote all the lyrics and music. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Smalley, thank you so much. Michael Stock, I sure appreciate you, brother. You are you are our every musician in Florida, you are our best friend and our strongest advocate. And we just love you. And I love you. Thank you, brother.
strings. We gonna let it ring, hang, sing the murder ballad, a two he and a three and a four. We go and dig the graves. I go, Ray, hang, sing the murder ballad, B and G and C. We gonna sing of the dead. So let me just go ahead and say it was a muck fire. This side of six mile bend, we was in Oakie Land.